My husband received an inheritance check from his mom, and when I asked my husband about it, he was very angry and said that it was his money and any future inheritance would not be a part of our family budget. He ended up going on several trips with his brothers and spending the money, and I was okay with that, even if I was hurt that he was angry when I asked about it. Then, two years later, my grandpa died, and since I'm the only grandchild, I inherited a huge amount of money and his estate. I used the money to buy the entire building that my family lives in and now I'm collecting rents from all the tenants and even though my husband doesn't have to pay rent anymore, he's demanding that he has access to the money from all the tenants paying rent so he can have some more fun spending money. In other words, his inheritance is his, but my inheritance is ours. Here's what happened. Make sure to subscribe to the channel by hitting that bell to turn on notifications. My husband and I had triplets, all boys about two years after we got married. They had some health issues and Because of that, my husband wanted me to quit my job to take care of our boys at our home since it was cheaper than paying for specialized childcare. I agreed. Our family lives in a row of townhomes, six homes in our building that were owned by our landlord at the time. I was offered a job cleaning townhomes when a tenant moved out by our landlord. I asked my husband about it and he said that he didn't care, but he didn't want to interfere with my responsibilities at home. We also agreed that the money would be mine since it's a second job. We did this for three years. It grew into where I cleaned a few other places for my landlord, I just put the money into savings. My father-in-law died in June of 2019. When my husband received a check from his mom, I asked my husband about it. He got angry and said that it was his money and any future inheritance would not be a part of our family budget. My husband ended up going on several trips with his brothers with that money. I was okay with that, although I was hurt that he got angry when I asked about it. In October of 2021, my grandpa died. I am the only grandchild. My parents made good money, so his estate was left to me. I just transferred the money, rented out the farmland around his home. I did decide to keep his home since it's close to my parents' house. I live four hours away from them. I didn't talk to my husband about it since it was my inheritance. January of this year, my landlord came to me and let me know he was selling the townhomes I live in. With rising costs around us, I was worried about it. It would cause a major impact on our family's budget. Things worked out to where I was able to use my inheritance combined with what I had saved from working to buy the building. My husband came to me and told me he wants me to deposit part of the rental income from the other townhomes into our family account, allowing more spending money for fun. But I reminded him of our agreements along with we no longer have a rent payment. We ended up in a fight. He is saying I am being a jerk for not sharing the money coming in from these rental units that were purchased with my inheritance. So there was an update from the future that gives more context that said this. My husband and I had a long talk when he came home. He knows I am leaving on a trip and asked to go. I told him I needed time. I showed him the comments on the thread. He said he would do whatever I wanted. He volunteered to sign a postnuptial before I even asked him. He doesn't want a divorce. He was shocked with how many people recommended that here. My BFF's husband is a lawyer. He said he can draw the paperwork tonight. We will sign tomorrow. I will update you all after my trip, how it goes, and I will also decide once he signs a prenuptial on my inheritance. Then I will ask him about putting my work income in our family budget. He can help when he is off work with the house and kids as a possible compromise, allowing him to have some spending money and giving me a break. So fast forward into the future again, and this is what happened. Life has been interesting. I had a blast on my trip. My husband was pushed into the deep end of parenting. Three active babies combined with medical care. He was in way over his head. When I came home, his mom, my aunt, and my husband were all there. His mom complains all the time about what kinds of foods 
clothes I give the boys and what to wear. My mother-in-law decided while I was there, she was going to do it right. There was a lot that I came home to, but I will just share one thing of each of the boys. Baby number one is a type one diabetic. I am very careful with his diet. I went to a nutritionist. Together, we set a meal plan for him, aka the food my mother-in-law complains about. My husband and my mother-in-law had a hard time keeping his blood sugars in check. When I got home, my mother-in-law was on the verge of tears because she kept poking him. Baby number one didn't like it. Now, when my mother-in-law tries to come near him, he just starts crying. Baby number two wears hearing aids. They cost $5,000 and need to be changed every six months or so as he grows. The other two babies are fascinated by them. One is now missing. Baby number three has heart problems. The thing my husband didn't find out is that baby number three hates anything on his face. So you have to rock him to sleep, then carefully put the oxygen on his nose. My aunt said that my husband called her the first night around midnight. His mom was already there. When I came home, both my husband and his mom apologized to me. The past couple of days, I have spent doing laundry and getting things back in order, but I had a really good time. So was I the jerk for not splitting my inheritance when my husband didn't want to split his with mine from before? In the update, it sounded like the husband was willing to go along with whatever the wife wanted and sign whatever he had to because he didn't want to get a divorce. Maybe part of that is because he realizes that it would be hypocritical to say that she can't enjoy any of the money from his inheritance when he wants to make the money off of the rent from the building that was paid for by her inheritance. It sounds like the husband blew all of his inheritance on fun spending or however she put it by going on trips with his brothers. There were a lot of really strong opinions about this whole situation, one of which says, why are you married to this greedy hypocrite? His money is his and how dare you even ask about it, but your money is for both of you and how dare you not want to share? Girl, what? He stuck you with caring for three babies with health issues and the house? From what I'm understanding, the husband still benefits from the inheritance anyway, even if he doesn't get the money to spend for fun spending or whatever she called it, because he no longer has to pay for rent because they own the entire building now. So in a way, he still does benefit from this whole thing, even if she's not directly giving him money to go blow on whatever he's doing with his brothers. Some people actually brought that up. Somebody said, plus how much he doesn't need to spend on rent each month, he's going to have way more spending money already. This is wild. She ought to keep charging him rent. The OP actually responded to that and said, my dad told me to charge him rent. My dad's thinking is boys will need more space when they grow, making the townhouse too small for our family. My dad said if my husband continued to pay rent, then I would have the money for a bigger house in a few years. Another thing the OP responded to was somebody saying, I think that is a solid financial decision as a tenant and landlord. If you stop paying rent now as a tenant, going back when you need a larger place will be difficult. As a landlord, that money is earned in managing the property. The OP talks about the rent and says, our rent before I bought the property was $2,000 each month. The surrounding townhomes are closer to $2,500 to $2,800 a month. That's a lot of money. If there was this much of an issue to get up to this point, I have a hard time believing that there's going to be a smooth transition into having the husband pay rent in this situation when he knows that the wife owns a house, but maybe it'll work out. Maybe that's the right way to go. But if you were in this situation, what would you do and jerk or not a jerk and why? My cousin got married to a woman and after they got married, she said that she is still young and wants to explore her carnal desires before truly settling down. This absolutely crushed my cousin. Since she wouldn't drop it, he agreed to an open relationship and I helped him hook up with way more girls than his wife was expecting. So because of that, she's now trying to force the relationship back closed again because she doesn't like what her husband, my cousin, is doing. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk and hit the bell to turn on notifications. My cousin is like a brother to me. He wanted to advance his education and 
career in the U.S., so I offered to pay for his education and help my cousin with his transition to his new life here by recommending him a job in the company I work in and letting him stay on my property. My cousin is the studious type, very academically inclined, but socially awkward. Before coming to the United States, he never had a girlfriend before or many friends. He spends a lot of time on the computer and just studying, preferring not to go out. Then he met a girl. He fell in love with her and got married. He's in his late 20s and this was his first relationship. He calls me one day. His wife wants to open up the relationship, saying she is still young and wants to, quote, explore her carnal desires before truly settling down. He was crushed. He called me crying and it absolutely breaks my heart to hear him crying like that. We talked a bit more. This is an ongoing problem. His wife was insistent on her way and refused consulting or other professional help. In my opinion, when a woman wants to open up a relationship, it means she is having an emotional affair and wants her husband's permission to lay with that person so that she is not the bad person. From the perspective of being his boss, I could see how much this hurt him. He was unable to perform at work and I can't stand looking at him like that, so I decided to talk to him. I said, look, it's clear that this is affecting you very badly. Have you considered taking her up on the offer since she wants to open it up? He agrees to try. The problem is he has absolutely no game at all. So I decide to help him out. Me and my wife spent a lot of time on his image. He's not poor. He's making $250,000. I know as his boss, he just doesn't know how to present himself. We set up his social media accounts to make him more appealing. We went to meet girls together and we acted as his wing buddies. I let him drive my car. He was driving a Camry, so we needed a much better ride and use one of my properties, which was for investment purposes, so he doesn't have to go back to his home. And guess what? It worked. He started hooking up a lot. We made sure to add all of his hookups in his social media so that his wife can see. His wife was not happy at all. She thought that he would not be that wild and wanted their open relationship closed. Once she knew it was me and my wife who helped him, she called me and scolded me. She was screaming and I couldn't be bothered hearing her screeching harpy voice, so I just hung up the phone on her. This happened yesterday. Today I've been getting calls from her friends scolding me for being a jerk for ruining their relationship. I basically just retort, she ruined the relationship. I'm just helping my cousin. I don't get it. She wants to open up the relationship. He got more successful than her in this open relationship situation and now she wants to close the relationship and it's my fault that I'm ruining their relationship. So am I the jerk here? But before you decide, here's a little more information. I just want to say I agree with most people that their relationship is doomed and that they should just cut it off. But he is an idiot with a set idea of how a relationship should work out. He does not want to divorce unless necessary. His wife doesn't want to consider counseling. Me, I just personally want him to be happy, so I don't want to force the idea of a divorce to him. But I am working hard to lead him into that mindset. To answer many of the messages I am getting, yes, English is not my first language, but it has never affected my ability to do my job. I also have two masters, so my English can't be that bad. In terms of my work, I am a director in one of the MNC, which is in the engineering field. My cousin is a very hardworking, simple, thrifty man with simple needs who just happens to get a good job that pays well. He doesn't spend unnecessarily. He invests well, spends wisely, and overall has a good head on his shoulders. This, I think, has to do with the fact that his family is not well off. And for Asians, one of the ways to elevate your economic status is to study hard, which he excels in, then get a good job. This habit stays with him into adulthood. So, now that you know everything, am I the jerk for helping my cousin hook up with girls after his wife wants to open up their relationship? I wanted to tell you about a new podcast I thought you would like 
play called The Reslayer's Take. It's a brand new all-ages actual play from Critical Role that follows a new group of adventurers within Exandria. After six misfit mercenaries are rejected from the elite monster hunting group The Slayer's Take, they band together and battle supernatural creatures across the rugged continent of Asilra. It has fresh adventures for a longtime critter or is a perfect first dip into the world of Critical Role. Check out the first episode if you like what you hear and make sure you follow The Reslayer's Take wherever you get your podcasts. This is one very important thing that the wife should have told the cousin before they got married. This is not the kind of thing you wait until after you're married to bring up and say, oh, by the way, I want to do this. It's yet another situation where somebody wants the cake and to eat it too. They want the benefits of this whole arrangement, presumably, and also want to have her own desires fulfilled in a way that goes completely contrary to what the cousin thought he was walking into. It's a selfish move to not be on the same page and not communicate that to the person that's supposed to be your husband before you're actually married. And I'm sure people will say, oh, maybe she didn't know until after she got married. Well, there had to have been some inkling, some sort of seed that was planted that maybe it wasn't clear she wanted this exactly per se, but she had to have known she wasn't going to be completely satisfied going to this marriage in the first place. And like the OP said, I'm on the same page thinking that because of all these miscommunications, misunderstandings, and this whole branch of events that happened because of it, this relationship probably is doomed. I mean, if the wife is not upfront enough to talk about all this stuff and then is so angry when the husband, the OP's cousin, goes out and starts hooking up with all these different people, then that kind of just says one thing. It says that she wanted it to be only on her end so she could have her cake and eat it too. I think like a lot of people are pointing out, he should probably just help his cousin get a divorce because I don't know how you come back from all of this and how this gets any better or even stays the same without getting worse. So if you were the one in the situation and the person you were married to told you this, what would you do? How would you handle it? Let me know jerk or not a jerk down below. Am I the jerk for not being happy that my sister is pregnant again? My sister got knocked up by her boyfriend right out of high school and got married the next year then proceeded to pop out another baby every year or two, so she has four now at 24 years old. She's a stay-at-home mom even though she was brilliant and could have gotten a free ride to a great university. Since hers are the only grandkids, our parents fawn over her like she's the next coming of Christ. They gush over every new tooth or haircut like it's some huge achievement. The problem is, her husband's business wasn't great even before the pandemic, and it's barely limping along now. My sister doesn't work, and my parents have limited income. So guess who's constantly being told to lend them money for things like school fees, car seats, car payments, new strollers, etc. They don't even ask. My mom just texts me and says, your sister needs this much money for the kids. And I'm supposed to cough it up. If I complain, they accuse me of being jealous because I don't have a husband and a family even though I'm older. I'm only 26. So over Easter, I noticed my sister isn't drinking and I think, oh no, here we go again. And sure enough, she stands up and announces that she's been inseminated with yet another precious miracle. Everyone's gushing and I just try to stay quiet and out of the way. Later, she asks me if everything's all right and I try to play it off, but she pushes. So I asked her if she and her husband could really afford another baby. She very snippily replies, God will provide like he has so far, which really pissed me off. I yelled that no, actually God didn't provide for her babies, I did. And I wasn't going to give them any more handouts. It devolved into a big argument with everyone shouting at me. And basically, I've been banned from my own family unless I apologize. I have not apologized. It's been radio silence except for one text from my mom saying that if my sister miscarries, it's my 
fault for stressing her out. I asked if my sister was showing any symptoms, but no one will answer or tell me. I don't know. I don't think that I'm the jerk, but I don't want to be the reason she miscarries. Also, I think that I might be the jerk because secretly, I think it would be better if she did, even though I wouldn't say that to her. So, am I the jerk? All financial aspects aside, I hope that that last sentence didn't mean that she secretly wishes for her sister to miscarry. Is that what she meant? Because you shouldn't wish that on anyone. Even if you are the one that is solely providing for them and you don't want to provide for them anymore. I was on her side until that last part because that last sentiment is something entirely different than just being frustrated with the financial aspect of it. It's kind of a disconnect. Maybe that's not what she meant and maybe she is under a ton of financial stress. But one of the most clever responses is someone saying the next time your mom says, oh, your sister needs money and you need to give it to them, just say, no, my sister said that God will provide. So I'm giving him a turn. I actually don't know if the stress causing miscarriages thing is real science or if that's just something that people say. But one of the responses addressed that and said, stress doesn't cause miscarriages. OP should remind the mom of that anytime a text like that comes in. If stress caused a miscarriage, there'd never be any high school teen moms because nobody's getting pregnant at less than 18 years old and not super stressed about it. And there would probably be no moms in general. All of the pregnant women I've ever known have been stressed to some degree during pregnancy, even the ones with easy planned pregnancies. And then they cite the Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic, and all of the NHS as sources that all disagree with stress causing miscarriages as well, except in extreme and complicated circumstances where it is sometimes a factor, but not what an argument is going to cause. So let me know what you would do if you're in this situation and jerk or not a jerk and why. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search for cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright free music to use for your stream. It's free cream of the stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you guys next time.